0: This is the last session of our labs on Romans 9, and we focus on verses 30 and 33, where Paul moves from his argument about election for the inclusion of Jews and Gentiles in the true Israel to the argument about justification and the ground of their acceptance on the basis of Christ. So, Father, as we take up this almost impossible-to-exaggerate important issue of justification for Gentiles and for Jews through faith alone, on the basis of Christ alone, may it stand forth from the text with great clarity and truthfulness, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, He begins the 6th Let's read the whole text, and then I'll come back and work through it. What shall we say then? That Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained it, that is, a righteousness that is by faith. But that Israel, who pursued the law that would lead to righteousness, did not succeed in reaching the law. Why? Because they did not pursue it by faith, but as if it were based on works. They have stumbled over the stumbling stone, As it is written, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. So, what shall we say then? Now, why why did he say that? What's he responding to? What has he said that he's trying to respond to? And the answer back here in the previous paragraph is that the vessels of mercy, that is, the the true Israel that we saw last time, the um, children of God, they include people, even us, who God has called not from Jews only, so it's some Jews, but also from Gentiles, so it's some Gentiles. And this is simply astonishing. So you have the true Israel that he referred to back in verse 6, and you have the children of God from verse 8, you have the vessels of mercy here, and they now include Jews and Gentiles, but not all Jews and some Gentiles. What shall we say then? How can this be? And his answer up until now in verses 6 through 29 has been uh, unconditional, unconditional election, especially verse 11. The reason there can be Gentiles and the reason there can be Jews or Israel in the people of God, even though all are sinners and Gentiles weren't even in the covenant, is because God Unconditional elects. He has mercy on whom he wills and he hardens whom he wills. He doesn't take into account in his election human distinctives. That's his first answer, but this, the answer here in verses 30 to 33 is a different answer, because even though there can be an election without any uh, condition on our part, The admittance into God's eternal favor and presence is not unconditional because God requires that there be righteousness, and that's the point of the law. The law came in in order that it might be perfectly clear that God requires people to be holy, to be righteous, to be perfect. There needs to be a righteousness. So what shall we say then? How can this be that Gentiles— who did not pursue righteousness. They, they didn't have a law that they were trying to live up to their whole lives, like the Jews did. They did not pursue righteousness. They have attained it. They have attained the righteousness required to enjoy the eternal favor of God. How can it be? Namely, a righteousness that is by faith. So by trusting God for the righteousness, we're going to see... That is, in Christ, they have become part of the people of God. They are in the true Israel. They are vessels of mercy. They will enjoy his favor forever. We'll come back to that so we can make explicit why I think this is faith in Christ as their righteousness. But Israel who pursued the law, they've been living all their lives in the presence of the law, trying to measure up to the law, do what they thought the law required of them. Israel, who pursued the law that would lead to righteousness, the law that pointed to righteousness, had the goal of righteousness, did not succeed at reaching that law. They didn't attain the righteousness that the law required. Why? because they did not pursue it by faith. They didn't do this. They pursued it as if it were based on works. What does that mean? It means that as they contemplated what the law required, they concluded the law requires that I work in order that I might have a measure of righteousness in myself so that I am counted as acceptable and righteous in God's sight. Now this, they didn't They didn't do it by faith. They didn't pursue the law by faith, which could mean a couple of things. It could mean they didn't trust God to help them do the obedience that re- was required of them, and that's why they fell. Or it could mean They didn't trust God to provide a righteousness that was not a doing of the law in themselves. Which is it? Let's keep going. They have stumbled over the stumbling stone. We're going to see that that's Jesus. When Christ came... They stumbled over him. As it is written, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. Whoever believes, Jesus came saying, You must believe in me. I will be your righteousness. I am what the law was pointing to. I am what the sacrifices was pointing to. You thought that you could do the law as well as possible and then add to it the sacrifices by which your failures were covered and by law-keeping and sacrifices, you would have the righteousness required. That's not going to cut it in the last day. How do we know this? How, How do we know that's the meaning here? Because in the next paragraph, it says, because being ignorant of the righteousness of God they were seeking to establish their own righteousness. So when you go back here to verses, verse 32, why, why did they not attain the law? Because they did not pursue it by faith. That is, they were pursuing it as if it were based on works, which now he says is a seeking to establish their own righteousness, which could mean I am trying to obey in my own strength to measure up to the law and the remedy for that might be stop relying on yourself, start relying on God so that your obedience becomes his obedience by trusting him to make it happen in you and thus the righteousness that you need for justification is a righteousness that is in you and yet not the righteousness of Christ. But that will not work here in this text. They did not submit to God's righteousness. Why? For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. This is the stumbling stone over which they stumbled. And to see it more clearly, do it like this. Christ for righteousness. That's the actual wording in the Greek. The end or the goal of the law is Christ for righteousness to everyone who believes. But they were seeking to establish their own, namely, my obedience. And here I would say it doesn't matter whether it's spirit-caused obedience or self-caused obedience. That's not what Christ for righteousness is. And therefore, the failure of the Jewish people here, why did they not reach the law? is because they did not pursue it by faith in Christ, by, by faith in the one who was to come, by faith in the fact that God, through his promises, would provide a, fi- a fulfillment of the law. And it wouldn't be their own performance, it would be Christ's performance on the cross and in his perfect life. And so, what is the sum of this Chapter. And the sum of the chapter is that the word of God has not failed. That's verse 6. And the reason it looked like it failed was because so many Jews had been. Unbelieving and were accursed and cut off from Christ. And so Paul argued that it had not failed first because, one, unconditional election is how you explain who is in the true Israel and who isn't. Unconditional election means God doesn't take into account our human distinctives like Jewishness. And so when some of Israel fall away and are not believing, this is not a contradiction of what God's purposes have been in election. They stand because he has chosen who will be in and who will not be in. And this is why there can be both Jews... In the, true, in the true Israel, and Gentiles in the true Israel, because Gentilishness and Jewishness do not make the decisive difference. God, in his having mercy on whom he wills, makes the decisive difference. And the other reason that the word of God stands is that justification, having righteousness before God that counts in the last day, and enables us to stand accepted and perfect in his presence is on the basis of Christ for righteousness and is through faith alone. And so because justification or righteousness before God is based squarely on Christ for righteousness and can therefore be appropriated not by works but only by faith alone, both Gentiles who have that faith and Jews who have that faith may stand in the presence of an all-holy God, accepted, loved, and in joy forever. And thus the word of God, the word of promise, the word of purpose for his people has not and never will fail.